In this episode, I talked to Justine Couré, the Vice President of the newly formed Equine Association for Veterinary Students in Estonia, called Hiroko, who are increasing awareness and improving access to the various opportunities that a career in equine has to offer, both within Estonia and across the world. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Beaver Pod Life. Today we've got with us Justine Couré. Justine is Vice President of the newly formed Veterinary Student Equine Association in Estonia called Hiroko. Hi Justine. Hi Lucy, thank you for having me today. Not at all, thanks for coming. So Justine, you'll be familiar, or your voice at least will be familiar to some of our listeners because you record Eve podcasts for us. So you're very familiar with this setup and very relaxed and <laughs> engaged with the whole <laughs> system of ours so thank you for for spending the time with us today do you want to give us a bit of background about you and yourself because you've got a really interesting um cv already career path wise sure thank you lucy uh yeah so i think i might have a bit inhabitual background for a veterinary student because i actually started after high school with studying law i did a whole law degree that i uh completed in 2021 I did my master's in international law. And the year after that, I started with my veterinary studies in Estonia, in the University of Tartu. So now I'm a third year student. The degree in Estonia for veterinarians is uh, six years. So I will graduate in 2027. Uh, during my law degree, I also spent uh, one year in England in the University of Birmingham, which uh, kind of encouraged me to carry on with studying abroad and also to work abroad for a while, which is, um, I think, something that led me to my uh, decision to study abroad in, in, in Estonia. Uh, because I think, well, in Estonia, it's a European country, so I can have the recognition of the diploma everywhere in European Union, also in France. Um, and yeah, I also think about, uh, traveling a lot also as a future practitioner. So I think it's, uh, easier to start with studying in English rather than another language and then uh, translated back. Uh, I forgot to mention in the beginning, but I'm originally from France. I'm not Estonian. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I could say about my background, I guess. That's very cool. Um, and what made you want to set up the association? Because it's really, really new, isn't it? So give me a bit of a history as to what came to to bring this association into into being. Yeah, so the association is very new indeed. We opened it to our members in September 2023. I would say that it all started thanks to the new or at least recent um, uh, head chief of the equine clinic. His name is Felipe Correa. He's from originally from Brazil. And he joined the, clin the equine clinic of our university in uh, July 2022. And from September, he gave to all the students of the university the um, opportunity to come at the equine uh, clinic university and to do some volunteering. So we were able to 
assist the procedures, observe a lot of things. And I actually think it's a very good opportunity because I learned a lot from that. And there were a um, few students volunteering with me last year. And well, the funny thing is that four of us were French and he asked us one day to to carry the project of uh, starting a veterinary student equine association. We didn't really know back then what he meant or what it was. So we, we did some research. We, we talked about it a lot. And that was in, I would say, November 2022. And then we started the following semester. We started working on the project all together. And that's how we finally built uh, the association. And we opened it in September 2023. Yeah. To our members. That's amazing. That's really, it's impressive and very, very good on him as well for pushing that idea forward and for you guys yeah. executing it. I suspect your law degree came in handy setting up <laughs> the legal side of the thing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and, um, and so you've, you've got sort of 20 members as well as the four of you that sit on the board. Is that right? So you're growing, growing your student members as we speak. Yeah, exactly. So on our board there's four of us so funny fact is that four of us are french uh it wasn't on purpose (laughs) uh but yeah and since september we've we've had i think yet we have 20 members now with so with us with us is like roughly 25 people so yeah it's it's growing now we're pretty happy about it and the students at the vet school um you i think you guys sound like you're suffering the same issues that many other countries are which is that most students are not looking at equine as a field to go into first off so you're trying to encourage people to look at equine work look at the thought of having an equine career and that's what presumably helped you or or made you reach out to beaver is that right so you came to beaver with the idea of trying to collaborate on some of that accessing and knowledge sharing and um, the educational side so what what is it that you guys want to try and achieve through through your association and working with Beaver? Well, what was part of our research is uh, when we were building the association and thinking about it, is that we actually fi- found out that in the world, um, only one point three point three percent of the um, like veterinary graduates go to equine practice, mm-hmm. and out of these these one point three only. 50% keep being equine practitioners because after a few years, some of them go to, I don't know, dogs and cats or other animals. Yeah. So we carried on um, a survey in our school to try and see what were the thoughts of our students. So I think people from first to fifth year answered our survey and we found that 42% wanted to be equine practitioners when they uh, began their studies, mm. but when um, only out of them, uh, 21% answered that they still want to be equine practitioners. So it means that in our school, we already lose like 50% of the people who had interest in equine practice. We lose them during the six years. Um, and we also ask them why. And I think something that is very important, not just in Estonia, but in general, is the image that people have 
of the equine field. Uh, most of the people think that um, it's a very difficult field with a lot of money. It's very time consuming. And also that horse people are very difficult people, which I think is true to a certain extent. But I think that it's also very true if you go to the equine branch that has a lot of money. So that's mostly sports horses. But in the equine field, there's not only sports horses. There are a lot of pleasure horses as well. And I think that at the end of the day, the owners of pleasure horses are not much more difficult than owners of cats and dogs or or whatever animal. But I think it's a very important point because I feel like this is the image of the equine field worldwide. It's also, I know that in France, it's also the same thing. So it's not only in Estonia. And also our students said that maybe they think that they don't have enough uh, opportunities at school um, in the equine field, maybe not enough lectures, not enough knowledge, not enough practice and that the at the end when they graduate they don't feel confident to go in the equine field so we thought that we we could impact that with our association and the most efficient way to impact that i would say is to already do it at the um, like student level university level so by providing more knowledge to our to our students so we that's actually what we started doing we organize uh in-person lectures if the it's with the veterinarians from our school or our clinic we also organize online lectures to which we encourage and invite all veterinary students from all around the world to come like they're very welcome and we would love to have them following these lectures uh, we try to also organize things that are maybe less uh, related to medicine, but are still related to horses, like, for example, visiting some breeding stables, or we also gave the opportunity to our members a few months back to assist one FEI veterinarian at the um, Tallinn uh, show jumping competition so four of our members could uh, follow her and see what's going on during these kind of events so we're really trying to give as much as possible opportunities to students as like um, educational opportunities but also non-educational opportunities so they can see how broad the equine field is how like what there is to do and that you can do actually many things and you don't have to just be a like sports horses veterinarian and surgeon you can there are many things that exist and that are also very interesting and that's something we want to um yeah push people to like see and have, have a look there and maybe be more interested. Uh, so that's what we've been doing so far. And we truly believe that Biva could help us um, with that project because I think Biva has the same intentions that we have. Uh, in the They do it in the UK, but uh, I think at the end of the day, what they're trying to do is to increase the number of equine practitioners and then provide more educational knowledge to their students and members. So that's something we would like to do with them, collaborate with them on that. And yeah, we'll see how 
that will go. <laughs> yeah, and I think just as you've said, like the same problems exist in most countries actually where equine vets are, and it's the we're facing the same challenges. And like you say, it's a career path that can be really varied and really flexible and really interesting. You know, there's lots of different ways to shape an equine career. So um, trying to show that to people at, at the student level is 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 important, isn't it? So that they don't miss out on the opportunity to, to be part of it. Um, so in terms of sort of collaboration going forwards, you're right, we're, we're trying to sort of help open access to vet students and and even at the school level, you know, encouraging school students to consider going into equine veterinary careers. Would you guys be coming over to Beaver Congress hopefully next year, or what would your what would your plans be to come and meet people over at our side? Yeah, actually, we would love to come to the Beaver Congress next year. I think it would be a an awesome opportunity for even any student to go there and just see, like, I, I was looking at the program this year in September and and there's, I think, three or four days of the Congress. And I was thinking if I were there, I would like to go to every single lecture that there is. <laughs> there's just so much interesting stuff. And, and yeah, we would really like to send one of our members uh, there next year to for her to uh, of course, get all the knowledge, and also it would be a great opportunity to represent Hiraco there. So people could probably get a bit more uh, knowledge about us, and and also, yeah, we could collaborate there with them. And and if people do want to look up the association, how can they do that at this time? Can they look anywhere on the web or social media to to find you guys? Well, at the moment, the um, social media on which we're the most active, I would say, is the Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, you can find uh, us on hiraco.ee. Uh, it, it's where we post uh, like pictures of what we're doing, videos, and also we um, we give like we do the advertisement for all the online lectures or in-person lectures that we're providing. There, we put the. Um, the Google Forms so people can register and stuff. So I'd say if people want to see what we're looking uh, on a like daily base life, the Instagram page is probably the most relevant. Yeah. And, and, and is it open to any vet students to join from other countries? Do you mean to join the association or the yeah. online lectures? Yeah. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Can they access the stuff that you're doing? So they can, yeah, the they can access the stuff that we're doing because we we have a lot of online lectures organized, and for them, every veterinary student and as well veterinarians, not only students, are invited. So they can they can just like uh, see the link of the Google Forms and then they can register for these lectures, and we would be very happy to to have them. Perfect, cool. And that we, yeah, like we spoke about, I think in the past, like we'd like to sort of share a lot of the information that we have through Beaver. Um, you know, we've got many people on a kind of directory now, almost of, of people that are willing to speak and give student lectures and talks. And so, if any of the listeners out there are keen to get involved in helping students access that learning and give talks to them, then Beaver would help facilitate that and liaise with your association to to get that going. And you guys equally have some really valuable resources that you are willing to share with people this side. So it's kind of an exchange of knowledge and and experience opportunities, isn't it, that we're trying to achieve? 
Yeah, I think that would be great. I think some of our uh, practitioners would probably be very happy to to share some knowledge. And something I'm thinking of is also in Estonia, there's a um, very specific horse breed to Estonia, which is called Tori horse or breed. Uh, they are draft horses, very pretty draft horses. And there is actually a tor- Tori farm in a city named Pernu in Estonia, which is about two to three hours uh, from the city we're living. Uh, our clinic is, our school clinic is uh, collaborating with them at the moment. They are treating their horses. And I think it's a very interesting breed because it's, uh, as I said, they are very pretty horses, but also it's a very local breed as in as in like it's a pure Estonian breed so I think it would also be interest interesting for people to know a bit more about Estonia Estonian culture and also the horse culture in Estonia to hear about those kind of topics for example yeah that's really nice because like you say there's unique things about about where you are that that to do with the horse industry and the breeds that we guys over here wouldn't know about so I'm going to google that horse breed because I can't picture it but it sounds nice (laughs) (laughs) Mm. um and just to finish off there you were we talked a bit about how you're struggling to encourage um people that maybe don't have a horsey in inverted commas background you know they haven't come from a sort of family or or a life where they've been exposed to horses particularly um, you're trying to encourage them to consider that as an opportunity uh, or as a career path as well, aren't they? You see, you're not restricting it to people that are already keen on horses. Um, how are you? How are you trying to to showcase that to those people? Well, we've tried to advertise our um, association as much as we can and and repeat as much as we can that it's not only for horse people. And I think we. Like we we are particularly sensitive to people who are don't come from uh, the equine field because it's of course it's a bit more challenging to convince them but it's also more interesting because it uh, means that our project is working. Uh, but yeah, we are work. We always say that it is open to everyone, and we all say always say also that we are ready to organize some workshops at our clinic about uh, managing and handling horses because you don't necessarily think about it when you're from the equine field, but actually for people who are not from the equine field, horses can be very scary, or they can think that horses are very dangerous, or or things like that. And so we encourage them to come with us and like we we like to uh, encourage them to spend a bit more time with horses. And of course, we are there if they have any problem or any doubts or if they're a bit scared about, about something. So that's something we're working on, organizing um, workshops to like just to get to know horses a bit more. Um but yeah, and then as I said, we're trying to give more opportunities that are not that are not just related to medicine. And sometimes we hope that people would think that oh, like this activity seems interesting. Maybe I should register, and then like we could get more people like that. Yeah, that's that's something that we're we're working on, and, and we'll get you guys involved in. We've had some ideas about sort of trying to 
do some like myth busting and talking about the different language that people use in the equine industry and all the different lingos and making it more more open so it doesn't feel like such a closed kind of closed shop really to those that are already involved in the industry well thank yeah. you very much for talking to me today and um i think it's it's amazing what you guys are doing and what you're achieving and particularly how quickly you're doing it you know you've really taken off and and doing big things so I hope to meet uh, your president, Roxanne, next year at Beaver, if she comes along as a student steward and hopefully meet you. I know you'll be on placement elsewhere in um, South America, I think you said, was it next year? So we won't see you. But but yeah, so hopefully we'll see you another time and um, you'll be we'll be back on your Eve podcast soon. So make sure people sign up to those. <laughs> thank, yeah. you. thank you very much, Lucy, for today, uh, for having me, for all your questions, and of course for the interest that Biva has in Hiraco. It really means a lot, and to collaborate with Biva, I think, is a great opportunity. And yeah, thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's brilliant. Thank you. Take care, Justine. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.